2: My name is Heidi Silverthorne. I teach environmental science and AP environmental science at Cedarburg High School, and one of the things that I've tried to do with my students is get them to share what they have learned in class uh, to others, because we can all make a change, and the more that know, the bigger the impact of that change. So I was very excited when we had the opportunity to partner up with the Cedarburg uh, Public Library radio station and share out some of the things that we have done in class. So, our students will be sharing some sustainability challenges that they have done, um, the ideas and reasons for those challenges, and the impact that their challenges have had, and how they have gone about being successful in those challenges, so that you can potentially incorporate those challenges into your daily routine.
0: I'm Sean Menzel. I'm a senior at Cedarburg High School. I'm Sage Schleicher, uh, also a senior at Cedarburg High School. We're talking about the
1: current issue of straws, and to get to the problem, you have to look at the use of straws and why we even need them.
0: Yeah, and so like with that, um, like we, we use them in everyday life, and it's kind of like, why do we even need to use them? Because we can just easily pour a drink And it's kind of like one of those ideas, like, do we even really need them? And so the main issue with that is straws, unlike other, like, plastic items, are one use. So they can't be recycled.
1: And more than 500 million straws are thrown away each day in the U.S. And because they're one use, that adds up really quickly.
0: And so uh, the way that that works is because the straws are, like, lighter – um, and thinner, they don't go through the plastic um, machines very well, so that's why they just say don't put plastic straws in them. And again, that's why they're such a problem, and why they're the most talked about kind of plastic item. Um, and then straws break down into microplastics when they enter into like the ocean. And the issue with that is because they get smaller, they're just more dangerous for ocean animals to eat them, and then. Uh, causes them to die. And uh, according to the uh it's projected that by 20, or, yeah, 2050, that 99% of all seabird species will have ingested plastic at some point, um, which is caused an increase in mortality rate uh, up to
1: 50%. And along with that, there are problems with the other alternatives, such as like paper, it's one use, and it requires water to make, and also If it's in a drink for long enough, it'll end up crumbling. The metal is expensive, and it requires cleaning. Otherwise, it goes bad, and concerns to plastic, uh, they don't have to be used.
0: And then um, with plastic straws, you can't, like, necessarily eliminate them completely, or not just necessarily plastic straws, but just straws in general, because there are some people who do need straws to drink, like with uh, health concerns. But it's definitely something we can work to uh, reduce use, because when you're taking a drink something, you don't necessarily need a straw to drink it. It's kind of just a preference. So it's like making that choice of having the preference to drink it of a straw or, you know, save the environment and not drink using a straw.
1: And one of our main issues is we work in a restaurant and we use straws every day. We're around plastic products every day. So it's kind of hard to limit the use. But um, with, like, us trying to be more conservative of the plastic and how we use it, it brings better awareness to us and, like, the people around us that we should start cutting down on, like, our straw use.
0: And, again, at the end of things, all this, the best alternative um, with the plastic straw um, issue right now is just to stop using them because... There's really no use for them, and it's it's up to you to make that choice to not use them. And it's, I guess, at the end of the day, you have the power to decide if you want to use them or not. And making the choice to not use them is definitely going to be beneficial in the sense that they can't be uh, recycled like other plastics.
3: I'm Jackson O'Neill, and I'm a sophomore at Cedarburg High School. For the past two weeks, I have undergone an environmentally conscious lifestyle change. I have decided to cut my usual shower time of seven to eight minutes down to right around five minutes. This has reduced my wastewater output from showering by an average of five gallons per day, making it 35 gallons per week, which is quite a lot of a difference. In actuality, when one starts to become aware of the time in the shower, it is quite easy to shower within five minutes. I have been taking these shorter showers in order to try and conserve water, which the shower is the third largest source of wastewater in the home, after toilets and clothes washers. One of the ways that I have have tried to use less water was to do a quote-unquote navy shower, where I used the water to get wet, turned off the water to shampoo and put soap on, and then used the water to rinse it all off. Another way to reuse some of the water in showering is while the water is warming up, collecting the colder water in buckets to water plants or to use for rinsing dishes, albeit in the winter season, watering plants is probably not the most applicable applicable use of that water. These ways to save water are what I I use to try and limit my wastewater production for the last two weeks for this environmental impact challenge.
2: Jackson, with your uh, reducing the shower, were there any challenges? I mean, was it cold when you turned the water off? Was that? (laughs) Uh,
3: Yeah. um, I generally shower like pretty cold. But yeah, when I turned off the water to actually like put shampoo and soap on, you can really feel, which I guess actually makes you speed up your shower because you want to get out of the cold and back into the (laughs) warm really quick.
2: Yeah. That's... I don't remember when that challenge was, but it definitely might get a little cooler, too, during winter. Yeah, uh, f- so. for sure. Yeah, but, so, that's one of the challenges that you may have run into. What okay. challenges did you guys have with the straw challenge?
0: Um, I, I guess the hardest part about it was we work um, at Outnout, Out, so there's a lot of straw use there, so it's kind of, like, I guess, hard to see that many straws being used, but, like, it was a lot easier for me to choose not to use a straw because like I have a drink there and so that I mean that part wasn't hard but it's just I guess the challenge was like seeing all of the people yeah. just getting straws and it's like you really don't need them for like your soda we could just get like one of those caps like Starbucks recently introduced
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, once you see it, it's hard to like unsee it. Yep. <laughs> that's the beauty and the curse of this class. You like learn all this stuff and you're like, man, I see it everywhere now. Um, but it, that's part of why this is so important, like sharing that out there, is because you're just not thinking about the impact. And so exactly. once you see it, it's a simple switch. It just, you just need to be aware of it. So, have you thought about potentially. Proposing some suggestions to Out and Out as far oh it's as
0: definitely something that like I feel like almost all of the employees at Out and Out are trying to do like we, let's just get straws or let's switch to paper products instead mm-hmm. of the plastic stuff we're mm-hmm. using too. It's kind of like one of those things that everybody talks about, but is expensive a lot more expensive to use the paper products. I think that's part of the issue with it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That is oftentimes the the cost benefit analysis there, environmentally friendly versus the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Businesses have to be sustainable. Um, You know, they're for profit and that's their livelihood. So that makes sense. But just trying to change things when possible. So.
3: So, uh, Sage, on the topic of those reusable straws, would you recommend people to bring a like non-disposable plastic container of their own to a restaurant with a non-disposable straw and then just order? A like a drink and then just pour it into their cup to so that if they want I mean, to, yeah, they can use a straw.
0: That's definitely a way to do it. I mean, there's lots of people that like work out now that just bring metal straws into work and then like I mean, they use some of the cups where they even bring their own cup. And I mean, it's definitely a lot better to do it that way. And I, I mean, I definitely recommend to do it that way instead of you know using all of the plastic stuff that's at the. Already.
2: <laughs> yeah. So if you can't get the company to do it, then you can just bring your own. There are challenges with that too. I went out for lunch yest- or dinner yesterday before conferences and forgot my straw. But I was aware and I felt bad. <laughs> yeah. So I at least acknowledged that. But any any little impact is better than a consistent use of the straw. So, exactly. Um, and that's something then that people can do and not rely on the company to necessarily provide. An alternative for them, yep. And there's lots of like handy little ones. I don't know about you fellows, but ladies with their purses, <laughs> they're they're pretty compact, <laughs> yeah. and you can shove those in. Yeah, it's a lot easier.
0: The, like the metal ones that collapse; those are kind of yeah. nice. That's what some mm-hmm. of the people uh, I work with have.
2: Yeah.
1: So, um, Jackson, what's like the hardest part about sustaining it throughout? like the last couple of weeks since we started it?
3: Yeah, so the hardest part of kind of my shower thing, like the routine, was actually to start it first off. Like I would look at the clock right before I got in the shower, and then right as I got out of the shower before I even dried off, I would look at the clock. And I was shaving about like a minute every two days, and then I finally got it down to like five minutes, and I was like, hey, that's pretty good. I think my um, quickest one was actually three minutes <laughs> when I just really sped through Um yeah but the hardest part was definitely starting it but once you go and kind of get used to it after about the first week or so you're you get used, you get very used to it so it's it's a uh, highly recommended <laughs>
2: Yeah. And that's the beauty of the challenges. Like if you just focus on one thing at a time, it's not so overwhelming. And like you said, it takes a minute for it to become routine, but if that's your sole focus for the week, it becomes habit. And so it just becomes a little easier. Most of the sustainability challenges and changes aren't difficult. They just need to be thought about and incorporated into your everyday kind of choices and behaviors. So.